Yo, welcome to the Stoop Podcast, where we are social, theological, we entertain it, and we woke, baby. Stoop Podcast, let's go. go, go, go. Stoop crew. Yeah. We back at it. Yeah, Stu. baby. We back. Stu minus minus one. Minus yeah. one, yeah. Our, our big brother, elder brother P Mac is uh on the road. Uh wishes safe travels. P Mac, him and our pastor, uh, they're traveling, man. So wish them safe travels. So me and uh me and Philly Yilly. I mean, it, listen, you got two two East Siders in here, hey, baby. Yeah, I in the house, hey, boy. We, we can do this, doctor. You know Florida what I'm saying? Florida First Street. Out East. Franklin. Man. Hey, you know what's funny? My homegirl, we had a conversation on Facebook the other day, and she said there's a difference between East Side and Out East. Oh, she man. She said there's a total difference. It's a total I said, difference. I said, excuse me. I ain't mean You know what I'm saying? She said, you just forgot where you came from. She said, that's probably because you on that other end. That's what your problem <laughs> I said, okay, I see where you're coming from, but we out East. We, we out East. There's a difference. Period. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're from Duval County and you ever want to check somebody when they tell you where they're from, they say, yeah, I'm from the East Side. Uh, they, they lying. The truth ain't in them. Um, all true East Siders, <laughs> affectionately. Out East. Out East. That's yeah. what it is. And Even it's the like news that. later said it. The news anchor said, Reporting to you live from Audis. Uh, from Audis. <laughs> Audis. Actually, Audis. <laughs> man, we got a, we got a, man, we got an interesting one today. It's ironic that uh, Phil and I, oh man, uh, Philly Illy and I, uh, yeah. and, and this is boy Trav for, for those who don't know. But um, man, we got an interesting one today. Um, man, we're gonna be talking about something that's very near and dear to both our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, being. You know, kids who were raised uh, late '80s, '90s, um, and man, hip hop, man, hip hop, and and everything that has been and is to us. Man, we're, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna maybe ruffle some feathers a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we and we're gonna probably have a part two to this because yeah, P Mac when he gets back, he has a view of yeah of the hip hop. These are two millennials talking. Yeah. So you gonna get some? You gonna get a Gen X? Point of view that yeah, yeah. that was culturally inbreded by baby boomers. Yeah, so he's gonna have a real good balance, and I think it's gonna be a good conversation. Yeah, I think so, but we're we gonna start it off today mm-hmm. and kind of look at man just the effect and the impact of hip hop, man. Which, in my opinion, is probably the most popular genre of music, definitely in America. Facts. I was I would say the most influential. Definitely um, most influential. Yeah, when you look and you look at the rise and for it to be such a, I mean, part of me wants to say it's still a young genre, but you looking at it being started in the late seventies. I mean, it's it's going like it's 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 going on. Yeah, hip hop you know, forty forty five years 45, old, forty five almost fifty years old, man, and uh, it's it's been around. People thought it was gonna come and go, and it's just continued to grow. And and now you got the moguls that have come, billionaires that have been produced from hip hop. So. But before we go for the juggler, man, I, I need to I need to hear your top three, Philly. Who, who are your My Who are your three? top three of all time body of work, lyrics, um, uh, classics? Um, who are your Who are your top? There, I, I guess that could be individual or group. Just Just hip hop. Period. Who would you man. say is your top three? Top who, three? Who's your number three? Go for three. Who, who's your number three? Man, and you know what? I would, if by five years ago, I probably would have been, I, I would have probably been able to tell you this like easy. But now I'm going to say that my top three, and it's no particular order. Okay, no particular order. All right. But if I be true to myself, it probably is an order. <laughs> I just want to be true to who, where I'm from, too. But I think it's just, um, it is what it is. It's what I grew up on. It's what I like. So I would probably say my top three. I know we. Go, I know one person. Both of us gonna have. Yeah, I think I know two. Is, maybe but I, I know one say, person. Uh, Jigger man, like Jay. You know that's like that's easy. You know what I mean. And five years ago, it would have been <clears throat> big. I think big is still on there. Okay. My top three. And, and listen, this is hard. And so don't look at me crazy. Don't shoot me. Uh, <laughs> don't he be like, bro, you ain't got Big on there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Some of these kids don't even know who Big is. But Jay, <clears throat> definitely Nas. Jay and Nas. Jay and Nas is on that. Oh, on wow. That, okay. On that top. Okay. 
Then, I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting you to say Nas. Yeah, Jay and Nas, and that's why it's so it's so crazy because I battle between Nas and Andre three thousand. Ooh, you see Ooh. what I'm saying? But Ooh. it's like I don't, I don't, I do know enough of material from Andre three thousand, but like the material I know from Nas, it yeah. doesn't compare. The material I know from Jay, mm-hmm. it doesn't compare. So. um and then, and then I have to factor in an artist that made me feel good about hip hop, like raw, was like DMX. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was just like he came in a time to when it was just like, ooh, damn it, yeah, it was like this, damn it, this dude is just crazy for it. But I probably wouldn't put him in the top three. So I say all that to just to build a narrative of where I am, but. If I had to put a stamp on everything. And then the boy M, you know what I'm saying? Oh Lord. The boy M, Marshall Mathers, like Man, like, you can't go too far so, without So uh Blueprint album. Uh Dang, what's the what's the song featuring Eminem? Oh, Renegade. Renegade. Oh my goodness. The so, first time I heard Renegade. Bro, I'm telling you, on bro. The back of the bus. Telling bro, listening to that in my city, but I say this white boy just went at Jay. How Jay? Jay, you did you? Is that lost. the best version? He lost. Was that the best? And tell I couldn't me. tell myself that I, at I, that age. I, I, I could, didn't. I, could, I, I, could, I couldn't, couldn't tell me, but I say man, this, this dude I, just. Oh, oh my goodness, man! Yeah. So I think it's with me. It's like moments that I remember, which is why they are my probably my top three. So Jay, like the Blueprint album, was a moment for me. It was yeah, like it definitely was a moment for me. Yeah. Whew, it was like man you know what I'm saying that and along with the black album and rock like familiar albums those were like albums it was just like man this dude is on something else and then Nas's um, 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 New York I mean I Am album when he came out with the Nas is like Nas is like and then hate me you can mm-hmm. hate me now mm-hmm. so that was like a moment for me and then I when like he God came Son. with I think Godson was my favorite Nas album but then Stillmatic is when yeah. I was like oh He's that guy because that's when him and Jay was beefing, mm-hmm. and he did the Ether song and yeah, yeah. murdered it. But then I remember Big, like, just building a a, a platform for dudes <laughs> that did not have no look, no no look appeal, no image. He was just like we straight torturing yeah. the game with yeah. with bars, black and ugly as ever. However, however, I stay coochie down, down to the, the socks. socks. You feel me, nice? So it's like, like don't leave your girl around me. me true player for real. Ask Puff Daddy. So it was like the flow <laughs> of Big that just made me just be like, Big got a flow like that dude. That dude got a flow like it's like he wake up and he can talk. Yeah. A, a bar and like, bro, that's the best bar I've heard in my life. Are you up all the way? Like, yeah. Wipe yeah. the cold out my eyes. See, See who's, who's this page of me and why. why. So it's like stuff like that. But then I get super backpack because I can get that. And then I think about people like Black Thought from the Roots. Okay. I think of people like, you know what I'm saying? Um, Common. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think of people so, like so I'm a, Most Dev. I'm a, I'm a conscious, like, I really love. I think uh, about my man from De La Soul. What my yeah. man, um, I know you're talking about. Yes, uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah, yeah, man. So, so it's it's gonna be tough for me to just like it was very tough for you to get through. It's gonna be tough for me to get through too, because there's different phases in my life. Um, I definitely Jay would have to be in there. I, I was just a Jay Z fanatic growing up. Um, Blueprint came out nine eleven. Uh, Should have sold a lot more albums, but it came out now. And, and he pushed it up because somebody stole the tapes from one of his bags on a plane or something that got was gonna get leaked. But uh, still, still yeah, B- Blueprint is uh is a classic. So Jay would definitely be on there. Um, man, this person not necessarily because of his his rap skills, but his body of work and his impact on hip hop. In my like middle school, high school days, I think I know what you're about to say. I'm not a big fan of him right now, but this eight year run he had, I think he changed hip hop. That's Kanye. I was, I was just proud of Kanye. Kanye is 
I want to say I wanted to put him in. I but know, because but he's upset the, me. Yeah, so much. Yeah. I mean, but man, college dropout. That's late registration. Graduation. Graduation. Um, it's one of my favorite records, bro. Eight Ways and Heartbreaks. I think when you talk about people like Drake and all the other the other singing slap man, Eight Ways and Heartbreaks opened up the door for a lot of them dudes to just make music like that and not care. Like yeah. that's that album. Yeah. Change the trajectory of hip hop. He was the exactly. most yes. He really His was evolution, man. From yes. f- and college dropout was a classic album. Jesus, yes. I mean, that was classic music, and just him as a producer, like he produced a lot of my favorite songs. So college dropout was that natural, organic. Yes, Kanye late yes. registration was, and then he got he. It was like. Uh, college dropout did so well that he he went and got John Bryan and put yeah, all these yeah, strings, yeah, strings when yeah. I, and which I didn't really like a whole lot of it. And I loved it, bro. Because like the it, mu- musicianship, the I the, did, but it felt like it felt like he had money and he just wanted to spend <laughs> money. <laughs> but the, and, yeah, and that was that the elevate. You know, graduation is when when his mom actually passed. It, no, no, eight oh eight. No, I'm saying, no, I'm talking about late registration. Late registration. Yeah, late That's registration. Where he did all the orchestra, and they, yeah, the, the violins, yeah. and, and the, graduation. He went back to the oh, to the sample he, heavy. He came. He, good morning. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he started off the album like, okay, yes. I'm back. Uh, good morning. So, um, definitely Kanye, Jay, and I'm trying to like. Because Christian hip hop saved my life, yeah, definitely. It it, it really did. I got save my life man. in college. Uh, uh, Reach Records, um, and you know they're they're you know their art like really. I want to put like Reach in there as my third because I feel like a lot of those dudes have evolved. Like people like Triple E, who I think is such an underrated lyricist, but like his music is he's a preacher. He got the real yeah. Man, like his, his music, music is, like his lyrics are like dude yeah. has a. He's just improved so much. I'm a big show fan. I love show Barackers. I feel like he started making music that was conscious rap, and now a lot of these rap uh, Christian rappers today are kind of moving in that era now. Like even with Lecrae and and, and Show, kind of spearheaded that, saying, "I don't want to make mo- music for youth conferences. Yeah, yeah. that just ain't my art. I'm a grown show. man with kids. Show, and, that's my guy. He's a good. You know, guy. What I'm saying yes. the, the last album he did about marriage, man. Some of them songs, I'm like, woo, he's the truth, boy. And then I think about, I, I not only think about Show Cray. Trip, but I think about see the hip hop, the Christian hip hop, the hip hop that saved my life from a Christian standpoint is Cross Movement. Cross, I say Cross Movement, Cross yeah. Movement, and yeah. Petty, like Petty, especially him being. I took pride in in, in Petty because he was from Duval yeah, County, yeah, yeah. and then he just didn't sound like everybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh man, he, bro, he. I don't know how he doing it, but he got yeah. 808s and he got. Music that's like Miami bass. Yeah. He talk about Jesus yeah. and God yeah, yeah, yeah. over this music. I'm like, bro, I I can't get. But then the way he did it, you can feel where he was coming from, mm-hmm. and you can feel it was from a genuine place. Yeah, because a lot of dudes, I mean, a lot of people, you 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 would do that, and you'd just be like, so uh, some of it was just whack. Yeah, it was just. But whack. I used to love tricking like my homeboys, like who weren't saved yet when they used to get in the car with me, and I just put something on. That was my way of testing, almost like. Let me see if this hit. And I just put it in there after. You yeah. can tell, like, look up, look across from him in the passenger seat, like, yeah, looking like, man, who, what, what is? And then after about four minutes, like, bro, what, what, who is <laughs> yeah, this, bro? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who is this? What, yeah, what, what, what is this? Now, all right, I got him. Mm-hmm. But um, but I'm a cheater, and I'm gonna say I got four. I'm gonna say Jay, Kanye, um, I'm gonna put some kind of way reach in there, uh, because I can't pick this one on, but I, I gotta put some Christian pop in there, but uh. For me, three stacks got to go in there. I'm yeah, a huge Outcast fan. For me, three stacks gotta go in there, slash Outcast. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a fan of uh, all of it, man. AT Alien, Southern Playlistic, Cadillac Music, Stankonia. Um, really, the only album I really didn't dig as much was the the biggest album of their career. Um, was it, speak uh, about speak love, love below. below. I love. I it, mean, I, I I listened to it. I, I I wrote out to it, but it's probably it's probably my third third favorite one out of their, their albums. Like I can go back and listen to um, Aquemini like today. I can yeah, get a car that, today that thing, and go. That thing still listen to Aquemini, man. That and stink on it. Him and I, Aquemini hits hard. Oh my goodness, man! So those would be the man. So yeah, hip hop is man. This is both of us again being. 
born in the 80s, raised in the 90s, um, seeing, you know, hip-hop kind of took over the world yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. You know, it's like it really went super mainstream in the you know late 90s, early 2000s. It became pop culture it, exactly. in the late 90s. It, yeah. became, it became pop culture, man. You start seeing top of billboards, people winning Grammy of the Year. Um, man, there's one person I forgot that I ain't adding. I'm going to put an asterisk next to her. L Boogie is one of my favorite artists of all time, Lauren Hill. Oh, yeah, Lawrence. Uh, the Score and Miseducation, those are two of my favorite albums ever. And I feel I like mean, she- Fuji's Go Down is probably one of the greatest oh, hip-hop man. groups ever. Man, Lauren oh, Hill, you know man, her, some of her- uh, some of her some of her lines on on the score, man, is I'm like, what in the how yeah. did she put that? To yeah. You? So, I mean, hip hop has definitely, you know, been been a catalyst, man, for a lot of our communities, created a lot of opportunities. But man, it's people that, you know, Phil, it's people that got different viewpoints in our community around hip hop's impact on us. Oh, hold um, on, bro, hold on. And then we forgetting about the. The cool James, like L L L. Oh yeah, we, yeah, and, and that's where and that, see P Mac gonna come in. And, yeah, that's where yeah, that's where P Mac gonna come in. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll P Mac come and get us together because we we and L L and all Rock Kim and all it. So P Mac, we know you gonna come back and get us together. We showing our age a little bit, but you man, some people, man, they they really have some. There's a there's a a mindset out here that we listen to. A, a podcast episode and uh, one of the guys, which some people do believe that hip hop has had more of a detrimental yeah. or negative effect on the black community than even racism. Yeah. Which I think that's stupid. But that's some people's, I, I, I'm not going, that, that I think that's just stupid. But that's, that, that's some people's viewpoint. Um, but man, we want to talk about it, man. So, and, and, and before we get into this was a conversation we was already brewing and talking about, so oh, yeah. we're not necessarily copying what they were yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, we, we, this, we, this, this is just chatter. Group, this is just group chat. chat. Group chatter. chat. Dude, we've been group chatting this for <laughs> some months, and we just so happened to hear this podcast. Yeah. Um, and one of the guys I know in particular, he's uh, he's good good brother. Um, and um, so we just we was like, man, I think this would be a great opportunity yeah, yeah, to just yeah. to speak yeah. our views on it and talk about it. Yeah. So. I mean, for you, Phil, when you hear people say hip hop has had a, an extremely negative impact on the black community, how does that resonate with you? What, what do you? So, b- before I answer that question, I'm going to start with a a text I sent the group chat last week, where someone on uh, Facebook. Um, or Instagram was one of them said they put up this comment right they put up a comment that says um, if I'm gonna try to find it but it was more so on the lines of hip-hop hip-hop artists um, they send their children to private school so uh, let me let me let me go back to it because I want to make sure that I don't just you know Misquoted, but I want your rappers, rich rappers, send their kids to private schools. Their lyrics send your kids to jail or the morgue. And I was just, you know, kind of thrown by this 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 comment because I was like, man, that's so general. That's so like that's so like he just threw it out there as if it was just like facts all day, all day, every day, and um. You know, I kind of got, I kind of got in my feelings about it, and I sat back and I said, "Well, let me process what he's saying," and I could kind of understand his stance from a standpoint of there's a lot of things that the hip hop community promotes that, um, number one, me being a Christian um, mm-hmm. is um, contrary to um, my uh, the character. In which I'm supposed to live pertaining to God, being in, yeah. the, in the image of God Himself, um, and being a follower of Jesus Christ. But then also, just um, in general, um, that it promotes uh, just destruction. You know what I'm saying? In so yeah. many words um, to the black community. And, you know, I, I sat back and I processed and I said, I could get where he's coming from 
I really can when it comes to some of these guys. Um, I have a different lens in which I look out of it because I'm an artist. So a lot of people tell me I will automatically going to be biased, but that's not necessarily true. But I understand both sides. But the um, I understand what art is. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. we start talking about art, okay, yeah. so we have to so. I think when we make comments like this, you gotta you gotta be able to navigate what you just said because there are some people that know how to enjoy the art form yeah, yeah. without embracing the culture of what hip hop brings to the table, and 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 and, and you know it's so do, do it's, our do our kids know do our kids know, know That's, how to do I, that? I'm glad you asked. And I'm because I'm heading there because the problem that I have is that people want to blame hip hop for our kids not knowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would say there's a lot of our kids that do not know how to separate culture from art expression. Yeah. From artistic expression. They just can't do it. It's that that number one, their minds are so impressionable. They love it. It's moments, it's feelings. Um, so a lot of them can't. But what I'm not going to say is that that's hip hop's fault. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to say that is generally hip hop's fault that our kids don't know how to separate the two. I'm not going to blame hip hop music alone for that. So when you make a comment like rich rappers send their kids to private school and their lyrics send your kids to uh, prison and a morgue, I'm like, "Mm, I'm a rapper. (laughs) <laughs> my son is gonna like rap music he yeah. likes it now yeah and i said this last week um during consecration because we were rap we, we were praying about uh we're praying about the seven mountains and it, um arts we, and the music arts yeah. and music we was on that one and i said this as we close out the prayer i said i'm a rapper my son's gonna like rap music i it's no denying it and he may run across and come and, and encounter music that I may not want him to embrace yeah. or don't even agree with. My job is not to just tell him just you need to stop listening to it because he's not, that's he's not, not going, going to. to. In, the, in the history of, of me being a musician, <laughs> an artist, a, uh, person. Being in, a person, being involved with young people, seeing the cycle of music, that's not going to work. You need yeah. to stop listening to it. <clears throat> That don't work. What I teach my son is trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Mm. Because if you lean on your own understanding, your feelings are involved with those. Some things are going to feel so right. Mm. Yep. Some yep. things are going to feel right, dog. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I, I, you I'm going to be looking you in your face, son, and I'm going to be like, son, that's going that ain't it. Yeah. And you're going to be like, I can't understand why you're telling me this. Because this, this, this feels good. Yeah. I got a daughter in her 20s. I, when I had to have that conversation with her about men and just her and her decisions, mm-hmm. she was just like, nah, it's no way, dad. Not this guy. <laughs> he loves me. He's not going to do me that way. Mm-hmm. Dude, he met you. He honors you. He loves and respects you. He's one of them. And then it was it was that one. Then yeah, when he plays in the church, he loves Jesus. There's no way this can be wrong. <laughs> That's how you felt. Yeah. Don't trust your feel. Lean on the Lord. Yeah. So when he encounters that. I'm a, that's what I'm gonna say. Hey, God, hey, son, just remember what I told you about God's word, mm-hmm. because that's my responsibility. That's, responsibility, yeah. that's not my responsibility. Not to, like, go, yeah. to stand before Congress and stand before the news and say uh, Rick Ross Leary's got my son shot <laughs> and, and put my son in prison, yeah. or got yeah. my my daughter yeah. uh, and I and I and I'm very sensitive yeah, yeah, yeah. to the to the lyrics because yeah. I am a lyricist by yeah. far I would say that so I understand the importance of it, but I'm not gonna just solely blame him. Yeah, and I. So you know, anytime I hear I hear that commentary too, Phil, I kind of <clears throat> look at introspective, look at my own life. Being a kid, who if man, if I if I was on the back of the bus Come with on. headphones in my ear, it was one or two things playing in that CD player. 
CD player, boy. Jeez. Trying to hold that jump when when the bumps on the bus hit, so it won't skip, boy. Yeah, yeah. I ain't had a good. I had the cheap Walmart CD player. In yeah, it, put, you had to put that random band, oh, that man, rubber band around. That, it. Hold that, that thing road, together, boy. Hold that thing together, dog. <laughs> um, this before iPods or Walkmans or any of that stuff. But um, it was two things playing, man. It was two things, two. It was either some old school music. One of my grandmama them playlists that I don't stole. One of her Come CDs on. I don't took. Come on. So some Motown, you know, 60s, 70s, soul music or whatever, which which we won't talk about this, but me and Mrs. Jones is about an affair. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's about an and it make it make having an affair sound real cool. Real cool, bro. Um, um what about uh Shirley Murdoch as as we lay? As we oh man. As we slept the night away. As we slept the night away. Man, we what forgot about, about uh, what tomorrow man, has man, to bring. Man, then let, let, let's kiss and say goodnight. We're gonna meet at the same place that we always meet at. <laughs> and don't turn, don't don't turn when you walk away. Come let's on, just man. kiss and it's say goodnight. Good. Look, on, Isaac man. Brothers, man. Uh one of my favorite Isaac Brothers songs is a song called Hello. Um, Ron Isley leading it, and he just saying, Hello. Hello, and he talking about being on the road, and I see you when I can. When I come back through this way, I will come by and see you. But I want you to stay the same, be the same person you are. I don't want to change you, y'all. So that was that what was in your seat, cause, yeah, because yeah. we ain't really we ain't really that serious right. anyway. But you you beautiful to me, and when I come by, so so you got these, and, and it make it make all that stuff sound real cool. It make it. it, it and we don't talk about that as much, but I ain't gonna get on that high horse right now. We'll we'll say that when yeah. P Mac come around, or or it was or it was hip hop. It, it definitely it, that's what it was. It was hip hop, and it definitely it wasn't lyrics. My mama would would have wanted me listening to not not at all. My mama, I don't think she ever found my. I, I hear my my uh my CDs pretty well. She found most stuff, but I don't think she found my CDs. But uh, you know, a lot of it, of course, was you know laced with stuff she wouldn't have wanted to hear, but. I can say this though, I think I agree with what you're saying with the idea of of parenting. My my mom's voice and my village's voice in my life. And again, we grew up out here. We grew up in one of the worst neighborhoods in Jacksonville. So a lot of stuff that people was rapping about, real deal. We saw. You know what I'm saying we we saw this stuff. Yes. It wasn't like I was listening to stuff that. Oh man, look this lifestyle is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Home. This these guys are living in. Oh, this is so cool. And like, nah, it wasn't. Uh-huh. It wasn't cool. It wasn't none of that stuff. Um, but my mom's voice and my village's voice in my life was more dominant than the voices of the people and the artists I was listening to. That's real. I can say that. You know what I'm saying? Her her voice and what she instilled in me, my grandfather's voice, my uncle's voice, my grandmother's voice, um, all those people, their voices were more dominant to me. I mean, my uncle put me on lies. My uncle, um, <clears throat> he was the first person I heard uh Miseducation was in his car. Uh, we used to sneak, sneak and take his CDs. So he liked Tupac. So we used to sneak and listen to his CDs. He had a, a crazy CD collection. So a lot of it was from him, but their voices were more dominant to me. So, um, but at the same time, I know that is in every kid's situation. But I also can say that a lot of the, maybe some of the habits that I did pick up that were presented to me as cool. I, I can't be naive enough to think that some of the stuff, maybe how I interacted with women or young girls. I would say, yeah, I would say, give us, give us some detail. Okay. You know so saying? That, how okay. I interacted with, 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 with certain girls in, in certain ways. Um, stuff that you, you may have saw in music videos, you know, watching BT uncut, sneaking up, watching BT uncut, which had the craziest videos in the world. Um, and do you have school dances? So what's in your mind when you interacting in those kind of spaces? You you going off of images that you've seen. So, you know, I, I can't be stupid and naive or just or just uh, not want to admit that you know what I'm saying some of those things had a, a certain effect on me that wasn't the best and didn't bring out the best or or, or counterintuitive to what my mom was instilling in me. But I I'll go back to her voice. Um. Her voice was louder. Their voices were louder than the voices of the music that I was listening to. Yeah. But that's not the case in every situation. That's that's not always the that's case. That's not always the case. And, and and see, and this is the problem sometimes that I have with that 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 uh those these type of comments when it comes to hip hop. Because 
like you said, yours was the old school. It was either two things I was listening to. It was either hip hop or it was R&B music because yeah. I was a singer. Yeah. When I realized I had a voice. Oh, Lord. See, you want to talk about when, when, when the devil started using me. It wasn't no hip It wasn't no hip it wasn't. No, it was when I. It was when I could croon. That boy gives it. That boy can sing. Yeah. It was. It was when I. When it was when I realized I could croon and and make a woman feel some yeah. kind of way. Make a young lady just say, yeah. "Oh my God, he is what? Ooh, hey, but he fat, but I can deal with sing it. I can that song again, but can you sing it again? It was that. It was R and B music that kind of that kind of just pushed the envelope for me on a grown man thing. And see, that's the that's the thing, that's where we get to R&B music. I was listening to, shoot, Jodeci. Oh, man. I want to freak you this. And <laughs> I had Jodeci here. I had, you say you had Mom Dukes. I had Mom Dukes playlist. Keith Sweat talking about I want to oh, go outside. Uh, yeah. He want to take her outside yeah. in the rain. <laughs> and do what? Yeah. Oh, no, he say, uh, you may be young, but oh, you ready. But you ready. Ready to, to learn. learn. Uh-huh. Oh, my, 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 my. And you had to do the don't want to talk about, but R. Kelly was that man. He was that man. R. Kelly was a guy he who- had, He had music that- Seem like you read it. Seem like you read. That was one of the first CDs. You remember? When, you remember when you used to get the magazine? You used to buy the yeah. twelve CDs for yeah, a penny. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like that. R. Kelly. That's how I came about my first CD of R. Kelly. My mm. my, my mama bought the uh, R. Kelly entitled R. Kelly. You remind me of my Jeep on that. Mm-hmm. Keep it on the down low. Keep it on the down. Keep it on the down low. What is he talking about? <laughs> is it something? Like, what is, I remember being a young man. Like keep it on the down low. Don't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? Or um, I can't eat, baby. I can't sleep. That thing affecting you like that. <laughs> so it's so what? So that's that's my point. It's like. Okay, you even got R&B music. You got hip hop music. You even got reggae music. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then all but but what happens is in large all of these get thrown in together. When somebody yeah. when somebody makes a a, a a a a a statement like that, they all look the same. It's just different forms of music. Yeah. But because Jodeci wore boots and Timberland it boots, falls under the category it falls under the category of hip and All of it get ran in together. And I'm like, you can't do that because that's not what hip hop is. That's yeah. R&B music. That's what it is. There's a culture to hip hop yeah. that, that, that they may that they may have been affected by. But then that's where I come to say, is it just the culture of hip hop? Like, is this not... Is this not a byproduct of somebody not knowing who they are and where they came yeah. from? Is this a byproduct of growing up in a single parent home and you don't have a father there to lead and guide mm-hmm. your direction? And then, yeah, I, so art imitating life, you know, art, that exactly. And that's that's what a lot of <clears throat> and a lot of us eighty babies, we really got a great. We got a uh, our fabric is that because. A lot of us were key last kids because we had yeah. single. We come from single, single parent homes. Home. Yep, yep. So your mama so put you in the house. Really, the music really raises you. It raises you because and, you and, sat in front of the TV yep. and the radio because your mama yep. was working. She said, "Don't leave the house. Don't go yep. nowhere. You go home yep. and you stay." And and you TV kind of raised you. Yeah, MTV, BET. It, yep, it, it did. The, I remember Rap City in the oh basement. Man. MTV. You know what I'm saying? Cedars yeah. World. TRL. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of that. Yep. Uh, 106 and Park. You feel me? So. My thing is, and, and it goes back to the testament of your mother, you saying with your mother, you heard her voice louder than yeah. that. It's like, that's a te- that's, we both come from single parent homes, mm-hmm. but we're not a product of what hip hop is. Yeah. And we enjoy hip hop. Yeah. And, 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 but I also, there, there's a side of me too, man, just listening to the conversation we were talking about earlier. I'm, I'm having to really challenge my, challenge my mindset because I, you know, I take, when people make negative comments about hip hop, I take it personal because of just who I am and, and, and where I grew up at. I, um, it, there's an automatic defense. But at the same time, when I look at, so, you know, we from we from Jacksonville and, uh, you know, I have family members that have been affected by the music of hip hop and, gang culture and its affiliation with hip hop. My brother's in the academy for JSO, uh Jasper Shares office. Yeah. And man, they first week 
guess what they studying on guess what they studying in the academy they studying videos wow shot in our neighborhood wow. you and our neighborhood we grew up in third and franklin yeah across the street from where i grew up at on odessa and franklin they they studying videos of people hip-hop videos wow and the lifestyle that's being presented in these videos like they are studying it and how do we how do they as law enforcement and and, and part of Ooh, and part of me if you don't say it i'm about i'm about to say it go ahead <laughs> i think you about to say it. i don't know i'm part of me is like part of me is is feel some type of way because they made a slick comment like, you know, when they found out when my brother was from like, see, everybody from that neighborhood isn't bad. Like, look, we've got a great guy here. And I was like, that's some stupid old, old, yes. whatever stuff. Yeah. And I ain't gonna, you know, but part of me was like, that, that lifestyle took my wife's best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like part of, yeah, because he adopted. He adopted that that lifestyle. He wasn't really born in. You know, what I'm saying he was born in more of a middle class family. Yeah. Um. You know, parents had good jobs, but you know that whole 1200 thing. What you know about the whole 1200, uh, quote unquote gang that is is, is from out east, and then you got you know Cut Circle, which is their music part of it, and then you got uh, the North Side, uh, I think 1600, whatever, who who they maybe they beef with. Yeah. But. Man, the whole when you look at, I ain't gonna lie. When I looked at their videos, man, and, and probably because it was, it was my neighborhood. It was the streets I grew up walking around. It was the corner stores that I visited, and I knew a lot of these kids that were in the videos. Yeah, um, they were family members. They were our families grew up together. Our grandparents were best friends. Uh, they were like play play cousins. Part of me was like, was almost upset. Yeah, and maybe upset at them. But I also have to step back and look at the bigger picture. But honestly, it's like, man, like they've really, they've really took what they see on TV. Because some, I'm like, that's not even you. Like you ain't, you ain't no gangster. You, you looking at what you seen on TV exactly. and, and videos, exactly. and presented to you as, and, and you're trying to duplicate and replicate that in Jacksonville. And so, part of me, honestly, I do have to take a step back. I think we have to take a step back as us as now parents who have kids and say, okay, with our love for hip hop our affinity towards it, um, how do we now be responsible with this genre of music? Yes. Because there's a lot of irresponsibility. And a lot of that is, you know, we got Mo in the room who's our engineer. Mo's sat in, in boardrooms with major music labels. Right. And I think there's some higher powers that be that are at play and what's pushed? No, we want to push this. You know, you can't. This is what we want the music to sound like. This is what we want it to look like. We want this. No, we want this tight. We want this. That's what we want. That's what we want. Mark, we want to push, push, push that. And so it, it makes it seem like there's so much more that's happening in communities. Maybe it's not. But my 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 pushback to my love for hip hop feel is, what responsibility have we played, and really the foolishness that dominates not all of hip hop, right? But, but a, a lot of hip hop because yeah. there's some artists now that. I thought I like future. I think that I think that nigga crazy. I think most of his I mean his his music is catchy. Right. But most stuff he talking about, I'm like, this trash. He not a lyricist to me, so he trash to me. And the stuff he's saying is just straight crazy. And there's some other ones I could throw in there, but that that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's a long little rant, but that's yeah. where I'm at right nah, now. No, nah, no, that's good. Where's the responsibility that we got to take for he, he's what tr- we love? I I, I say I, I concur. You know, I'm like I don't I don't like Future's music. I've heard some songs that I was that was like okay. not to pick on Future. We ain't got no yeah, we, we ain't picking on you know. But at the same, you know at the same time, <clears throat> he come I off as it, a sucker to me sometimes. Though, he's if I'm he, honest. He yeah, did come yeah. off as well. He has a sound that I think that's. The, it's more oh, of the yeah. sound, the sound. Yeah, yeah. than anything yep. that uh, is, uh, you know, kind of changing the game when it comes to hip hop. And he was one of the first ones to kind of embrace it. Um, and then just the, the producers and people he got with the mm-hmm. trap sound, trap yeah. music sound, and things like that. So I think that's why he is such a heavy hitter, um, um, or I would say, quote unquote, an example of what um, you have people 
they have an issue with when it comes to hip hop. So and I and I and I get that. Like he has some he has some lyrics. Even Big, I remember Big saying oh, some man, stuff about man. you know what I'm saying. That was I was just like, like bro, that's domestic ooh, violence, bro. Yeah, like that's yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like this song, but that's domestic violence. That's, that's, that's domestic violence. You know what I'm violence. saying? I remember Rick Ross even getting in trouble about just some comments he made. I remember, um, you know, Lil Wayne. You know, I yep. remember when, um, um, you know, he had the. Um, the Mountain Dew endorsements and um and you know he said I like them better red you know what I'm saying I like yeah. a better yeah, red yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and you know just color hating on his own stuff, yeah, yeah. All stuff yeah you know all these different things so I I, I definitely get spiking it spiking drinks yeah all all of that and 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 I re- I stand on more than anything you know the who I am by spirit, man, and by character of who God is to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, my my faith is what I hold to when it comes to situations like that. Um, and what I've learned is is that this is a fallen world. Yep. So I have I have a different lens. So even mm-hmm. I even though I got the artistic lens, I have the biblical lens. Yeah. So this is a fallen world. And it only is going to express what it's like. You either your father is either the Lord. <laughs> I mean, Jesus spoke in like yeah, you're, you're, very, you're your father, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he he, he was very like like culture shock with mm-hmm. what he said. Um, so I get that, and I understand that. You know, you're gonna have these things. You you are. Um, you're gonna have people speak about what they speak, but but the and and I, I kind of said it wrong, but now I'm going back to it. You have these things, but then you have the image of God, the imago day, mm-hmm. the just the humanitarian part of being a human being, right? Mm-hmm. And what I try mm-hmm. to do with my life, and this is what I do even with my music, and this is I hope help, and this hopefully I hope helps somebody that's listening to this podcast there's a human there's a human side that we just don't tap into that i think if we learn to tap into and view and use those lens we'll kind of change the way we think about a lot of things not even just music politics yada yada blah 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 i'm even having to learn to do that with the president of the united states yeah you see what i'm saying i'm having to learn how to do that with people because what i I understand that if i'm in in order for me to change the game or change what's going on i gotta get in Mm -hmm. where i fit in but then i got i can't be afraid to be who i am but at the same time not embrace those that's totally different than i am yeah like that's what so I think going back to the hip hop statement, the responsibility that we got to have for that is we stand up to those situations. Mm-hmm. We stand up to those lyrics. But there, there is so much more that I think has to be promoted mm-hmm. from a hip hop standpoint. There's oh, yeah. a culture yep. that has to be promoted. You're starting to see now a lot of these guys as they get older. The the culture, the fabric of hip hop is changing. Oh yeah. Everybody now talk about their wife. There was a point of time to where people ain't nobody we ain't know you, you ain't was know married. you was mad. Hashtag black man man don't cheat. cheat. (laughs) Come on now, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, now there's a a, a lifestyle that's saying, look, this is my wife. I'm proud of it. You know what I'm saying? She hold me down. I'm holding her down. Mm -hmm. There's a, a money uh, talk now. There's yeah, economics, talk, economics, yeah, investments, yeah. and uh, uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a level of empowerment that's just not pleasing. It's it's not a pretty t- uh, 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 dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, I'm finna get this, get get. You know what I'm saying? Bang, bang, bang. This. Like a lot of people had a problem with Jay Z saying, um, you you bro, your mama living in the projects that she one day she'll never own. And you dope deal in front of corner. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. Like that's the and that lets me know that we've just got work to do. We got work in our to community do. because he got pushed back. And of course, people people some people view Jay Z as this kind of black elitist, similar to how people probably view W. Du Bois back in the day and this, you know, uh talented tenth kind of 
elitist yeah. mindset, black excellence. You know, when they hear those words, like, okay, that's a black excellence is basically like a bourgeoisie black class that maybe right. they feel like he's pushing. But man, to me, it's like this dude is evolving. And and if you listen to a lot of his interviews lately, like he condemns and 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 can doesn't condone a lot of his younger lyrics. Like his like the song Big Papa. He, he came out just like, man, I just like that just that that was not a good look. Even though Big Papa was one of his Big Pimpin' rather, was one of his biggest songs ever. Where you just get like a huge song that everybody bumped and was on the radio all over the place. Yep. But he's evolved and I think people like haven't given hip hop the grace to evolve like other genres have evolved. And that's all I'm saying. You know what they, I'm saying? It like just it doesn't go yeah. on. And there's so much more to hip hop too. Um there's so many more artists who put out great content, but I mean he just did he just did B size part two, right? Oh, he man. just did a B size concert part two. All right, and he brought out people, and you talk about there's no unity, there's no, there's no forgiveness, there's no moving forward, there's no progress. He brought out, he already dropped his beef with Nas. Him, they did yeah, that yeah. ten years ago, ten years ago. Him and Nas are partners, good friends now. Mm-hmm. He also brought out Cameron. This yeah. is a guy that, yeah, that yeah. In, in, in essence, kind of almost split. Your label, mm-hmm. yeah, it was yeah. the beginning of your label falling apart. Yeah. When you know what I'm saying, when it came in, like so he not only came into a part to where he probably was a was a reason why some things went on, but then he might have affected your your currency, your yeah, revenue. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot yeah. of feelings that Jay can have about these things, but he brought these guys out. He like you could tell there's growth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem that I have with people when it comes to the hip hop culture. That you you let it grow. Everything yeah. has to grow. Let it take its journey. Because you ain't saying that about any other music. If you're gonna make a comment that hip hop sends your kid, nah, you gotta say rock. You gotta mm-hmm. say R and B. You gotta say soul music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because soul music. Listen, soul music. I remember my cousins, my older cousins. Soul music, reggae music. That bro, we get hot. We burn chief <laughs> off of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We burn chief off. Of, Sade, one of the biggest soul singers oh, there man. is. She'll love, tell you. I love Sade. Bro. She, I love Sade, but yes, Sade like Sade like to puff that dragon. Oh yeah. I don't know why she does now, but she'll tell you. Years ago, she would tell you that. Yeah. So it's like. All of these different things, even with Jimi Hendrix, you know, I, uh, even Bishop talked about it, and 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 you know, Bishop, you know, uh, he talked about it a, a little bit in a message saying there's a lot of truth to that hip hop comment, and but then what and but what I respect and what I liked about it, what I do agree with is he said when he talked about Jimi Hendrix and, and what the music did and to what him. the music did to him. To so it. I say, and, and that's what I agree with. Yeah. Don't just make hip hop yeah. out the to skate, be this the scapegoat. Yeah, the scapegoat. <clears throat> hip hop always has become the scapegoat. And it goes back to the responsibility uh, piece statement that you said. There's a there's a lot of propaganda. Propaganda is in everything. Yeah. And, and hip hop is, I think, because of because of the youthfulness of hip hop, it got taken advantage of. I think yes. we have to we have to accept that that in a in a in a certain light and yeah and the stories are there. All the stories are there. I mean you look at all these documentaries coming out now like man these dudes got played. They got taken advantage of. They didn't make the money. They didn't have the royalties. None of that. Hip hop got taken advantage of from a marketing as it grew, it got into this marketing space that it, it wasn't familiar with and it may be allowed people to outside of the community to push push things that were true but we we shouldn't have been proud about our community push those things maybe to the forefront, forefront right through the music of hip-hop and suburb america got a sniff of it and got high off of it and took a hit and wanted more and, and wanted more 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 of it and, and you and, look up 30 years later it's like all right Man, this is crazy. Like this is what's being presented, but yeah, and th- and this is why we have to have a part two to this because it got it not only was young and went through the things that it went through, and artists went through the things it went through. It got taken advantage by a group of people that 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 it that don't look like them. exactly that it wasn't meant for. that wasn't meant for. Yeah, you see what I'm yeah. saying? They like, saw the money and they the- saw the money and they saw what could come with it yeah. and the economics 
and the impact that it had on numbers. And they said we gotta we gotta t- we gotta take. You had a lot of what we call culture vultures that came into the oh, game yeah. and did it. And that's why you know we have to have a part two of this because we didn't even get to the we didn't even get to the conversation because. What this came from is that a lot of people believe that hip hop culture is a de- more is a bigger detriment than race than mm-hmm. than racism. racism. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like we gotta we 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 gonna definitely get into it. But that's why I'm like I can't even fathom thinking of something yeah. like that. And and if you can make that statement that hip hop has had more of a detrimental effect than racism, then you may not understand the effect that racist ideologies have had on the output of hip hop hip-hop, period you know what i'm saying the 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 money behind cuz you could be a dope artist but you need a machine behind you to get that money out exactly. to the masses and and again you know what i'm saying the, the, these the, the, a lot of these folks legends in our game they were not educated they were people from the hood from the gutter that's where they were from and when somebody come and say, man, this is a half a million dollar check to sign you as an artist, cash to sign you on you, the dotted line. We, you know, you don't know nothing about royalties. You don't know nothing about none, none of that of stuff. That. I'm paid up. You, you see, man, sign where? You, you signing? And then, yeah, when they come and say, I need I need your song to have this, this, and this, this in it. Nah, this is what this is what we want to hear. And you 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 see the game and then it. It's it's the game. It turns into that, and you get you sit at the front of a twenty year old kid that's living in a two bedroom apartment. Where he got Man. six other brothers Man. and sisters, and Man. he going through. He can't even. He don't even know when he come home. He gonna have food in the house because the his other five and ate it. You ain't get home in time, and it's like go slang or whatever. Or and and everybody's option ain't slang. Like it, I'm from the not. hood, and and that ain't something I consider was my mom didn't. Like, yeah, you know it didn't go down. But it's like do this or. Get a, bl- a blue collar job or pass up this half a million to do something that I do very well naturally. And okay, I just got to make a couple songs that I may not 100% agree with, but my album going to have other stuff on it that, that is better than that. But right. it's a snowball effect, man. And, um, man, I, I, man, I, before, not to cut you off, I got this story. And this is this is when I this this is one of the biggest impacts in my life from a hip hop standpoint, and me just knowing who I was at that moment of time, and me find and me realizing that uh, society paint showed me there was something wrong with me. It's like I got these stories, like I told you one about when I they took it they took me into a jail and showed me the jail, yeah, yeah. took a bunch of so that's one. Then I got this one when I started doing music. Me and my homeboy Cheetah. Shout out to Cheetah. He's still doing music right now to this day. You know what I'm saying? Um, me and him, we were a group. We were 12, 13 years old. We started doing music. We started rapping. We did talent shows in the, in the school. We was doing our thing. We did a talent show for the Boys and Girls Club. They loved it. It's like, oh, my God, these young dudes. And we just we just made up some, some music. Walk, walk, just doing crazy. But we had the buses crazy. The school, Matthew Gibbs was turned. Cause of us, so we go and we do this boy, this talent show for Boys and Girls Club at at Cuckoo Park. Okay, they like it. They say we got, we want y'all to come to do the big one, and then if if you if you if you uh, um, if you win that one, then we are gonna put you in front of a a, a a room full of city officials. Like you gonna get the big one is all these big wigs come in and we wanna show show you all. So it's like cool. So we do this second one, they love it. Like boom, awesome. Then we do a private meeting before the big banquet. All right. I remember like it was yesterday. The big wigs came in, it was four or five people, three white dudes, one white woman, one black woman. And we sitting there, we listen, we do the song. We went home now. We did the song, but we said we're going to add a little flavor to it. We're going to remix it. We had just wrote this joint called uh, Girl Shake Them Thighs, right? <laughs> now, we're 12 or 13 now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we had this song called Walt, Walt, and it was literally just for me, just him beating, and I was in my Walt, 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 and it just kind of grew. Mm-hmm. But then we remixed it, had somebody do a little beat for us, and then we did this like, ooh, Shake Them Thighs, because during our time, in Florida, Luke. it was Lou. It was yeah. uh, it was Uncle Lou, Captain E. Coming. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So we get there, we remix it, do it. These people start. Oh, 
the frantic, like just that came to their face because we 12 and 13 yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about shake them thighs, shake them breasts. I had a line where I say, uh, if number, girl, number two, if you want to pass the test, don't shake them thighs or just shake them breasts. That lady stood up and just, <laughs> she was like, oh no. <laughs> she stood up and just threw, threw, threw a pen and such. She was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. They cut us off. They was like, we are not for to put these boys in front of all of these governmental and city leaders and the mayor and all that. They was gonna put us in the River City uh the the what's that joint? The River City Club. Oh, Lord. Feed us a fifty dollar steak, everything. We, we twelve or thirteen. We like, oh we finna be lit. <laughs> they was like, no sir. And they end up giving it to the dude who won second place and let him sing a Mariah Carey song, bro. And Man. at that moment, I was like, what was wrong with me? Like, what was wrong with the song? That's what I yeah. know. That's what I come from. Yeah. But it it, show, it painted a picture for me that you, it's something wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. But yeah. I'm like, man, it was innocent. Yeah, I ain't thinking of, but that's the whole thing behind the guidance, the responsibility. Mm -hmm. Instead of just pulling me to the side and saying, hey, we like what y'all did. Clean it up. Let's not do this. You painted, they was like, we can't do these boys. These boys are nasty, perverted. Like the names that I was called at 13, I was like, man, I had yeah. to go home and ask my mama what some of it meant. Mm. And that's the thing about what I'm talking about. There's not a level of responsibility from a humanitarian standpoint. Because everybody ain't Christian like me and you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody ain't, don't believe yeah. the same. But just from a human, when you are older, person yeah. and you in a room with a 13 year old there's an opportunity for you to teach exactly not to criticize yeah. not to paint a picture on yeah. that's happening in school systems that's happening in a school board this is what our children are faced with they're faced mm -hmm. with grown people that have already painted a picture, picture that you will yeah, never yeah. be nothing yeah i said in one of my last lines my, uh, in, in one of the last summer flows that i did that i just did my teacher looked at me and said i wasn't gonna be nothing i said that's motivation to this day you know i said she told me i wasn't gonna be nobody that's motivation to this day this music's not a hobby because i still remember her mm -hmm. saying you ain't gonna be by nothing yeah if you don't change and I, how you tell a kid that yeah but that's what's going on and yeah. so when you got when you're dealing with that and, and and you get an opportunity to say, you know what? I'm gonna prove you wrong. All my all my decisions might not be good decisions. Yeah. I just want to prove to prove you that you I'm wrong. gonna yeah. be something. Yeah. I'm and gonna. That, and, I, and that's a lot of them guys. That was a. If you listen to the interviews, that was a lot of them guys. Ammunition was. I'm about to prove a whole bunch of people wrong. And if me, and if it's these lyrics and these bars, it's gonna take me around the world. Come on. I'm gonna do. I, I mean, I want to read these uh, lyrics, man. From so Show, Show Baraka has a song called Peter Pan. If you never listened to it, it's a crazy song. It's from his album, Talented Tenth, was one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, and he's he he has these creative uh um names of the songs. Like one song is about Ali, which yeah. that song's got put picked up by ESPN, a bunch of places. You you hear playing on major commercials. Yeah. Uh, another song called Denzel about just being a fly dude, but I this song called Peter Pan, which is about hip hop. You know, Peter Pan, of course, is the kid that never grew up. Yep. And he's painting this picture of when he first meets hip hop, um, growing up in Los Angeles, meets hip hop as he grows into a man from a kid meeting and then going off to college and then growing into a man. And he's got his conversations having with hip hop, which man, as I listen to this, like, man, he kind of shared a lot of my, a lot of my ideals about it. And, uh, one of the verses says, I'm a little older. I'm in college now. And you know, my favorite artist still holding it down. Anytime we argue about best rappers alive, he's easily number one in my top five. The more I steal his style, I feel credibility. Because every college dude just wants an identity. Ooh. If he's describing his life, that's how I act. If he has an opinion where I don't, then insert that. Mm. But now insert the Lord, I'm changed now. He in Come college, on. he gets saved. Because I have different views, I find myself even caring about stuff on the news. My heart aches. With these current affairs, it's harder to enjoy. You got money, put your hands in the air. The more I listen, the more I feel a mental battle. I recognize that his worldview is really shallow. Mm. His lexicon is money, sex, and cars. That's all we get. He kills on records, then he says it's entertainment really quick. That's pretty dangerous when you break it down. Plus, I notice even his music has the same sound. It's not much depth to his content and art. 
me and my favorite artists and I growing apart. That's now fun. I'm a grown man with new burdens to bear, and this dude still rapping about you got money, put your hands in the air. Bring it out of here with that mess. There's a million other things that you can address. This cat is close to 40, and he's still thugging. Well, at least that's the perception that he gives in public. I mean, I enjoy life like the next brother, but it seems he ain't grown up with the rest of us. Sometimes I just want to know the truth about who's copying who. Because instead of reaching them, I think they'd rather be the youth. I couldn't trip, but it's more than this a trend because this music and his brand promotes irresponsible men. Because they never had a father who could walk them through the content, teaching them the skill to discern all the nonsense. They need extended adolescence so they can blow up. Hip-hop, you close to 50. When can we grow up? That's dope. Man, I, th- I think he really, man, really... And, and and that's kind of that's part of where, but at the same time, man, I think we were, we we're seeing that because I thought about Jay when he was in my mind as he was listening to this. I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about Jay because yeah. when Jay made the new 30, 30s and new twenty, I'm like, but Jay, you forty, yeah, you ain't thirty, you you forty, bro. Yeah. Talking about it's the new twenty, like now nah, yeah. you and 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 just hold on, okay, man, like grow up, like let your music evolve. But maybe this song was kind of prophetic, man, for sure because you you seeing him now. Almost lose his family, almost lose his wife. Yeah, and you see his music evolve with okay. And he talking about it. He talking about it. And shout out to you guys like Show Baraka. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And Lecrae, and you know, uh, just so many others. Talib Kweli. Yeah, man. Your comments. comments. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to dudes like that 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 don't get enough credit. Yeah. For the lyricism and the art expression and what they put out there. And the content, and the man. Content, the depth of the content that, that they like, bring you know, to the table. Yes, man. Like to giving, you know, giving um 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 dudes an opportunity to evolve and to grow. Jay said it himself in one of his lines. He said, "Truth be told, I probably be." Uh, I would want to. I probably would want to be uh, uh, lyrically Talib Kweli. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I want to rhyme like Common Sense. Yeah. But I did five mil, so I can't rhyme with Common Sense. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's yes, like sir. stuff like yeah. it's like it's like yep. stuff like that. Like yep. you like like you like. Or at least he felt he could. Or at least he felt he could. And that shows the evolution because now, the four 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 album. I'm like, bro, you real? He he's super conscious from where he's sitting. He's talking about real estate and wills and family yes. and nobody does well when the family disputes and, yes. and being a father, being a husband, making almost losing. He, he's discussing these things. Whereas when that, that, that was probably 10 years ago, even him in his forties yeah. didn't believe maybe that he could do some of those things right. or say, and still sell five, which now he's saying that he can. Right. That you was actually like 15 years ago when he said it. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, something happened. Even with Lecrae, with, Le, with this last album he put out, this 828. Man. He went on that on that song, uh, uh, um, what's the song called? Uh, Truth, I think it's called. That's what it's yeah, called. I will always, always tell the and truth. When he, yeah. and he put, he put, he do that, that piece at the end. You know what I'm saying? He said, I've just been waiting for the right time. time yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. To tell you how I feel. feel yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because. But and then I heard the podcast when he was on where he talked about I got the receipts, I got the degrees, I had to wait to get this, and I had to wait for me to be able to say, you know what? If I walk away, ain't gonna hurt. Like yeah. I'm financially good, the people, the jobs, the like yeah. my family, we straight. And now I know I'm finna really speak my mind. And I yeah, know y'all yeah. ain't gonna stick around yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, but. It's okay. I just want y'all to know that I'm yeah. real black, black. Yeah, like, I'm black, black. You know what black, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's so there was a moments where you you say to yourself, "Man, did these guys really feel like they were able to? Mm-hmm. Were they in a place to where they thought they could? Was it even smart to do it before you get the bag? What's what is the bag? What yeah. is your goal? Yeah. Is it smart? Because you in the game." So if you're in the game, play it all the way through. It don't feel good to everybody. A lot of people not going to agree with it. Yeah. Everybody not going to like it. You know what I'm saying? But man, if you if if you see an impact that's going to be greater for us in the future, then do what you got to do, man. But that don't mean I'm gonna agree with everything. That don't mean I'm gonna love on everything. But yeah. it goes back to that pride. I mean, pride over progress. We get so prideful and stuff like that get in the way and then we divide. It don't mm-hmm. and we separate. And then you got people that nobody wouldn't even know who you are if it went for a genre music and you want to talk about I don't, I don't think it does anything for black people. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, 
I wouldn't even selfie. know who you were yeah. if you didn't pick up a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Like you got an opportunity to not only be an impact to me, and I don't even I haven't I don't even stay in the same region as you, but then you can also impact my children. I love everything about what you do when you push forward for uh, for black communities and and getting money and family. But you gonna mean it? To, I would have never known that about you. Yeah. If I didn't hear bars from you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that type of thing, man. So. Well, man, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna keep this going. It's definitely gonna be a follow of this. But man, we we hope y'all enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, enjoyed this ride that we on. Um, hip hop, we still love you though. Hip hop, we still love you, but we gotta grow up. We gotta grow up. We're close to fifty. We, we gotta we grow, grow up. up. I mean, seriously, man, we can't can't stay the same. Like till next time. Uh, we'll, we'll catch y'all on the floor. Say, hey, shoot us an email. Let us know. Join this conversation with us. Yeah, what you think? Um, what you think? Because we got a part two coming. We got a part two. So what do you what do you think? We want to answer some questions. We want to go over some questions on air next time, man, when we uh, do our part two. So shoot us an uh, email at stewpodcast2 at gmail.com. That's stewpodcast2 at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram. Um, as well on social media and send us in man what you think what are your thoughts on this dialogue and we'll address a couple uh maybe a couple questions next time but until that until next time Stu crew you out of here peace <laughs>